Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Taylor Jamison. We met recently through the Hairstylist Ultimate Mentorship Program. She reached out and said, I'm in, count me in, what do I need to do? So that is the kind of energy and the kind of amazing person that I want to get to know better. So she is my special guest. She has been in the industry since she was 12 years old. She worked in a salon as a junior at 12 and opened her own salon at 21. And she now has the Taylor Jameson Academy and Salon and is an amazing mentor in our program. So welcome, Taylor. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for being here. I love your whole look. I love your rock and roll look. I I love your photo in the mentorship with your razor as a mustache. Um, that's all branding and something that hairdressers, I think, don't get enough of an education on and they don't realize how important that that's the first thing that stands out to me with you. I saw your haircut. I saw, you know, on your social media, you have this like edgy rock and roll vibe, totally opposite. I'm like Malibu eighties Barbie with my pink lipstick, (laughs) blonde hair. So everybody has that little bit of a brand that they don't even realize they're bringing into their salon life. So maybe start there. Talk about, you know, you did a four-year apprenticeship, which I talk about all the time is what's needed in the U.S. You're so blessed to have had that um, foundation. And some of the people that you've gotten to train with are, you know, amazing. Um, So what, what was that like versus in the U.S.? You go to school for nine months. It's like, oh, here you go. You can, you can get behind a chair and do whatever you want to do. Um, well, first of all, uh, thank you for having me in the Stylist Ultimate Mentorship Program. I'm really blessed to be among so many great people that are in the program. It's in- incredible. Um, yes, I don't think there's really any comparison to uh, you know doing a four year pro- a four year apprenticeship and then going to school. Um, and it was actually a wee bit shocking to me. Let me just be honest, it was a lot shocking to me. Um, when I came over to the States, it was a kind of long road around. I, I landed in New York, worked in a salon in the East Village, uh, then moved to San Francisco, worked with Sassoon, Abida Sassoon on Post Street in San Francisco, uh, ended up in Cincinnati via London and had a couple of kids in there too. Um, But when I came to open up my salon in Cincinnati, I had to go back to school for a manager's license. Oh, God. Yes. And it was at that time when you're opening up a business, every dollar counts. And it was $900. And I'm like, okay, so what does it entail? After, you know, as you said, opening up my salon in Scotland when I was 21, and I'm going to add to that, I was Young entre- Scottish Entrepreneur of the Year when I did that. And then coming here, 
and I was told I need to get a manager's license. I couldn't open up my salon without it. And it was $900. So I got in touch with the person who owned the school and I said, so what does this entail? What, what is it that I'm paying for? And actually, actually it was 50 questions that I had to sit for six weeks and study every day. And I, 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 I said, can I give you, this is honestly, I said, can I give you the $900 and just let me do this at home? Just take the test. I'll take right? the test and be done in five minutes. <laughs> like, seriously. And that wasn't, it wasn't on the, on the table. So I went to the school and I, I walked in and I saw, I felt like I was older. Probably there were some people the same age. But I saw all these what I thought kids doing clients and uh, some of them were doing a good job and some of them were just studying, studying this, whatever, the state board stuff. And some of them were over in the corner, just twiddling their thumbs. And so you see there is people motivated and there is people that need motivated. And then there is people that don't even want to be motivated. And I could see how does this all gel together for these young hairstylists coming out of the school. And to tell you the truth, I just think it didn't. So there was one girl uh, who was a Russian girl, excellent, excellent hairstylist. And she's in the school. She actually did it in Russia. Excellent hairstylist. And she had been there two years, two years. And I'm like, what are you doing? And she said, well, I've taken the test a couple of times. Now with her being there two years, she actually had a clientele. She actually had a clientele. I'm like, what are you doing? So she got kind of comfortable with it. And she had a family and she had a husband that was working. I said, you're not making anything here and you know what you're doing and you need to get out there in the world and make what you're worth. Which when I saw, I actually had to do a photo shoot with me. So she said, every time I take the test, and she was very well versed in it, uh, every time I take the test, because it's my second language, mm -hmm. if they word, it throws her off. So the six weeks, and this is being honest, and I'm just remembering this, and it's filling my heart, because this is what mentorship does. This is what it does. I had 50 questions to learn. Then I had eight hours a day. I put that aside and I said, let's me and you go over this test. We'll go over the test. She didn't need practical. She didn't need creative experience. She didn't need any of that. We just needed to sit her down and say, I care about you getting out of here and for her to hear it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's go out there. Let's get you into the big world. And I promised her right there and then, because I was just opening up my shop, my salon. I said, I'm going to do a photo shoot. We're going to have a show. I'm going to have a big launch for the, for the business. Because nobody knew who I was either. I said, and you're going to come with me. I said, let's get this test out the way. So we studied the test for the whole of the six weeks. Plus, you know, there was other people. I'm like, come around, you know, trying to impart some kind of knowledge. And... Uh, she took the test and she get out. She get out of there after six weeks. Uh, 
when, you know, she, I was there six weeks and then I heard she had a wee bit to go, but she got out of there and she contacted me and she said, I had no idea. And I was just comfortable being there because she was scared. She was scared and she was so creative. Um, so we ended up doing a fabulous photo shoot. It was plastered all over the paper here, the same paper because it was a wee while ago. Um, I've had the salon for 30 years now and it's still going. And then the academy's fairly new, uh, which uh, is going to be okay. I, I am like, it's another entity of this industry. Amazing. Um, so she, we did the photo shoot, did the launch and she was part of it. And we had a photographer and her work went on in my walls. That's <laughs> her amazing. Work when on in my walls, I'm like, people are like, oh, Taylor, that's beautiful. And I'm like, I wish I could say I did it. I really did. But I was so proud of her uh, because I knew what it took. I knew what it took. So the school experience to the apprenticeship, you know, I, uh, I was in a school here just a few months ago and I left. And there was two women in the administration that were there and they were oh my goodness I just looked up to them they weren't hairdressers they were running the school except there was a person above them and they told me when they were there that they were leaving and they were going to open up their own school and I was very sad at that I'm like oh no because I look up to you guys you're the you're the, the cheerleaders here this guy sitting behind the desk is not you guys are because they were on the floor so they ended up leaving. I left not too long ago after that, too long. And just two days ago, this is not kidding, two days ago, they called me up. They said, Taylor, we're in the process of opening up our school. We will have you come in in any capacity. So guess what? I'm terrified. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. <laughs> because like I've experienced, I know from my heart, I can't be there. And I need to have my heart in it. I need to have my heart in it. And you know, when I went in there every day, I was sad. I was sad. And I'm like, I can't, I can't be like this. And I, I gave them my portfolio. I gave them my curriculum, which is part of, you know, working with a company that had essential steps to financial success. Well, I've, I've trained in that. So I've kind of expanded on it and made it my own. So I've gave, I gave that to the administration. They're like, oh, yeah, this is fabulous. Did I get to do it? No. So, um, yeah, to go back to your question, there's no comparison. But I wore a T-shirt yesterday that I just pulled out of my drawer. And it's Bansky, who's... British, who I came across in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, it says, yesterday, I pulled it open, pulled this T-shirt out, and it's white. I don't normally wear white that often. And it said, there is always hope. Mm -hmm. I needed to hear that. There is always hope. I didn't know we were going to be talking about uh, the beauty school education here, but that t-shirt comes to mind when we're talking about it 
because if you can see what I'm doing with my hands, I think we can merge all of it because there's good and bad in all of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's always hope. So, yeah. yeah I, I kept thinking, hoping rather, that the U.S. would adapt to more of that apprenticeship model, seeing the success of, you know, when, when my kids were little and I would devour my hair magazines, all of the greats, when they were interviewed, it would say, I thank my Vidasa soon training. I thank my Vidasa soon training. I thank my every, every single time. And it would always be someone from abroad. And I was like, what are they doing differently that every single time there's somebody being featured, they're from London or Paris or somewhere over in Europe. It's different than the US. And then I'm like, well, once I did some digging and figured out that there's three plus years of training there versus nine months here, it's like, well, that's not hard to figure out. And that most of the training over there is in a real salon on real clients in a real life situation, not with a doll head in a school, that's completely different. They can watch you interact with the client. They can watch the conversation, the verbiage, the consultation, all of those things, how to handle a client who's not happy. You know, you, you don't get that in beauty school. I know for me, but the people that came to see us were the little itty bitty ladies that had the roller sets and the blue rinses and all that. They weren't complaining. They couldn't even see what we did to prepare half the time. So it's just completely different. And, and when I say that, especially when I teach on stage, it's, it never fails. I'll have someone there that's an instructor in a school and they always approach the stage after my presentation. And they're like, you know, all annoyed with what I said about beauty school. And I said, please don't take it personally. It has nothing to do with your ability as an instructor. I'm blaming the state. I'm blaming the system. I'm not blaming an instructor ever because you're only given so many hours to do a certain type of thing. It's not their fault. And they, they always, you know, slowly come around like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend you, the instructor. It's just the system's so broken. And I heard myself over and over and over again, complaining about it. And I said, Elaine, you're no different than anybody else. All you're doing is complaining about a broken system. Do something about it. You're braver than me. I did not want to take on opening Academy. That to me was like so stressful and too much structure. You and I chatted before we hit record about how we're both ADD. My ADD would never allow me. I shouldn't say never. My ADD would not be ideal for having the structure of a physical academy. I've been blessed to be able to do what I'm doing, a lot of it virtually. The mentorship just made so much sense as the next step, as taking someone who's already put in those obligatory hours of mostly wasted time, um, has that license because at like you, I had the same issue. I wanted to teach. I had this burning desire to teach. So I would call the beauty school and I would say, how do I get to teach hairdressers? And they'd say, you have to get a teacher's license. And I'd say, well, how do I do that? And they'd say, um, it's six months. And now of course it was not $900. It was something like $5,000. And I said, well, can I go part-time? I, I own a salon. I have a full staff and a full clientele and two kids. I'm, I've been doing this for 30, at the time it was 30 years. I've been doing this for 30 years. Like, I don't mean to be arrogant, but what could you possibly teach me in those six months for that $5,000 that I don't know from real life experience from owning a salon for that time. Like, it's just, that's just how it is. And you have to do it. And 
we only offer full-time. So you have to come full-time. I'm like, okay, so now I have to walk away from my full book for six months. That's worse than an average maternity leave, trying to get all those clients back to get that piece of paper. And it turns out here I am seven years into teaching with no teacher's license. It was never necessary. So think of Taylor, just like that Russian girl and how many other people that made that phone call and said, never mind, I'm not doing it. And think of all those lost opportunities for them in their career and for the students that they could have changed their lives. So I just, I really hope it changes. I hope that we together in this mentorship can get some attention from the powers that be where they can see like, whoa, they just did that with a click of a button. And we've been doing the same thing for 50 years. Not well, maybe it is time for us to change. Absolutely. And I think, um, progress uh is, it just has to progress from the school and you know people they're talking about licensing that's a big issue right now and i'm not not for having a license if that's what it has to be that's what it has to be and honestly i'm not not for a beauty school what i am not not for is what is going on inside these doors? Now, I don't think me and you would be talking about this if we walked into a school and you saw what they're doing like an apprenticeship, right? Um, just an example, uh, there's one wee kid that I was in there, very, very talented. Um, Oh my goodness, I can't tell you the attitude. And it was and it was a guy. Now it's 99% women, one man, right? One guy. Very talented. So everybody's round about him. The ego is up here. And everybody's, oh, you're so talented, you're this, you're that, and the next thing. And I thought, ooh, when he goes out the door, it's you know, reality bites. So he did get a job downtown Cincinnati and he contacted me not too long ago either and said, Taylor, do you have a position for me? Um, I'm not doing too well down here. And that's what's happening. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter how talented you are. It's not going to carry you. And basically the, you've been built up so much with all this environment that isn't real. And then you come out to the real world and you're thinking you're getting treated terribly when somebody's saying to you, no, we have to, we have to train you. You have to do an apprenticeship. We will let you do a client but, or whatever, but you're going to be part of a training program. So the mentorship, uh, this mentorship to me is like, okay, now we can go back to basics. Because people ask me all the time, Elaine, how do you get to do platform work, right? It's been all over America, everywhere the world. And people coming out of school are like, how do you get to do platform work? So when I go around and teach, and it doesn't matter who's sitting in my classroom, it could be somebody with 50 years experience, somebody with five months experience. I will go back to what we were talking about the other night. I will go back to outside the door not inside the door, not talking about finances right away, not talking about what you have to do behind the chair, not talking about that. The first and foremost thing is outside the door. Because listen, 
with all the stuff that's going on inside the door, teaching, that is amazing. But what are you gonna do if they don't come in the door? So my first question is, okay, so how do you build your business? How do you, what, what does it take for financial access? What does it take to build a clientele? And I'll ask for to raise hands. And this is people that have been sitting in the business for 50 years, been in the business for 50 years or five months, right? Doesn't matter who's in my class. I'm not scared to ask this question. And most people, most people, I'm going to say 99%, put their hand up and they'll say, when the phone rings, uh, mostly when the phone rings or when they walk in the door. That's the two most common answers I get from experienced stylists. And then I tell them in the, sto the, the story, I'm like, do you know how much, before I opened up my salon, how much I was in the community? I am a member of the business association here. I made my presence known before I opened up that salon. I moved over from London. Nobody knew who I was, nobody. And I ended up having a couple of hairstylists move from New York to be in Cincinnati, and that is unheard of, mm. right? But it's outside the door. So I tell the story of, I have a, 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 a shop at the end of my street, and I wouldn't even go around there in sweatpants. I wouldn't walk outside, not even walk my dog, because I have an <laughs> serious, I'm like, I can't go out there because people recognize me. And I'm not saying that egotistically either, because people do, because I worked for it. And it was outside the door. I wasn't even standing behind the chair. I'm like, I'm going to have to let these people see who I am. And that was what I said to my husband and to everybody. I said, if I'm going to be here, people are going to know I'm here. That's, That's awesome. it. That's that was awesome. my hope coming to the United States. And it takes some work. I'm not going to say this is easy. And mentorship, you know, I'm still learning, but I have experience. I have experience that I want to share. And I believe my grandson says, sharing is caring. He comes out of daycare saying that. Sharing is caring. And I'm like, OMG. Oh, yeah, it brings tears to my eyes. Sharing is caring. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I honestly believe what we're doing It'll be the next generation it changes things. They're going to have to do the physical part. We can talk and we can share and we can, you know, root them on and cheerlead, which we want to do so badly, but you're going to have to get physical. You're going to have to get out there. You're going to have to sell yourself. You're going to have to take your cards um, and take them. And I you know, used to give the waitress or waiter my card and the biggest tip that I could do at yeah. the time was, was now what <laughs> so yeah Elaine, I, I just got so I just got the chills because you can I can literally feel your passion through my computer screen for sharing with other people and making a difference and that really is what it's all about you know to be just in your own head and in your own space and doing your own thing is great you make a nice living but when you can have that kind of impact like you did on that girl from the beauty school and and the person that came out with too big of an ego, you know, I always say we come out one way or the other. We're either all 
um, confidence and very little skill or a lot of skill and no personality, no confidence. Like they're the two hairdressers that come out and both of those people need us. You know, the one that's overly confident needs a little tough love and some, you know, skill center training. And then the ones that have like, you know, they're scared to death to pick up scissors and they're really timid. They need to be pulled out and the mindset stuff. So I am so, so, so excited to be doing this. And I can't wait to talk a year from now and show our success stories of all of all the lives that are changed. But in the meantime, how can people find you? They're going to want to hear more from you. This has been very eye-opening and amazing information. How can they get in touch with Taylor Jameson? Oh, wow. Well, I am definitely out and about in the world uh, doing classes. Uh, Taylor Jameson Education Academy is on Instagram and Facebook. I'm working on a website. This has been uh, a big thing for me. I, and I have to say, your technology scares me so much because I'm so used to it. <laughs> so um, I would say right now, and you know what? I have no problem giving my phone number out. I have no problem. So uh, I put it on Instagram, Facebook for right now. And then in the future, you know, through the mentorship, the ultimate mentorship program, I'm hoping that, you know, people will come around and pick who they want to mentor. So uh, these three things for right now and then you know the website will go up and uh, the academy will progress a wee bit so I want to make sure I've got my, all my ducks in a row so believe me I am out there all the time there's no way I'm not like I said if I'm going to be here people are going to know I'm here and uh, you know Facebook gets a wee bit of a bad rap but and I've been on it for about 15 years. I've maxed out years ago with my friends. Um, and it was Don Bewley. I don't know if you know who he is. He's one of my mentors, who was pretty tough on me, by the way. And that was after I came over from Scotland. Um, he said 15 years ago, he said, Taylor, you need to do this thing called Facebook. And I'm like, mm, absolutely not. I don't do technology. And he said, Taylor. He said, you need to do Facebook. So I went on it reluctantly. But what I'm finding is I uh, promote myself. I try not to make it too much of my personal life, although I do have my grandson on there dancing from time to time. Um, but it's been incredible for me to promote myself. And that's kind of one of the trendy things, you know, Instagram and Facebook. Okay, well, do it outside. That's what we're talking about. It's not that difficult. You do it anyway. Right. If you want to clientele, go do it. And I'm still doing it 15 years later. And uh, yeah, and I thank Don Bewley, who subsequently is not with us anymore. But I know he's right here. Um, I thank him so much for that. And I protested so much. I'm like, no, no, no. But I eventually did it because he was on me about it. And I've done it. And it's been the most amazing thing in my life because I can keep in contact with my family in Scotland. I see my nephews and my nieces that I would never see. And I see a lot of stuff that's going on over there. So it's actually been incredible. So I agree. Yeah, that's great. Go out there and promote yourself on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, Twitter or whatever the TikTok thing is. And <laughs> It's so much easier these days. You know, we don't just, we're not just on the phone anymore. 
or outside having a couch. You don't even need to leave your house at this point. So, yeah. <laughs> You're amazing. I mean, Thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this, for being a mentor. I cannot wait for the protégés and mentees in the program to get to have a a peek into just a little bit of your energy. You can feel your energy in this uh, interview. So I'm sure they're going to love what you have to say in the live events. And I'm so excited to bring those to everyone in this, this amazing year that we're going to spend together. So thank you for your time. And thank you everyone for listening. We will see you on the next one. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.